0: Hey there, and welcome to the Box Office Watch Podcast, where we keep watch on how much money movies are making and why. This is the show recapping the weekend of Friday, January 20th through Sunday the 22nd, 2022. My name is Paulo, and I'm your host. Hope everyone's been doing well this week. Uh, This episode is a bit late (laughs) since most of my week this past week uh, has been focused on actually taking a look at and analyzing the nominations from the Oscars that happened this past Tuesday. So if you want to hear how that all went down, check out my other podcast, the Oscars Death Race podcast. Uh, Self-promotion aside, as far as box office goes, not too much to go over domestically. We will also go over the first couple of days of the Chinese Lunar New Year box office, but otherwise this episode should be a pretty quick one. In first place uh, this weekend, we went with Avatar Way of Water, $20 million in 3- 3,790 theaters, a 39% drop, and a 5%. Five- 1312 per theater average total domestic total to date across six weekends is 598 million so just a sigh of 600 million uh, worldwide it's officially crossed the 2 billion mark it probably will pass uh, Incredibles 2 at 608 million domestic sometime next weekend for number 12 domestic before setting its eyes on Star Wars 8 at 620 million and the first Avengers movie at 623 million to be in the top 10 all-time domestically Worldwide, it's crossed into the top five ahead of Infinity War, and is about $10 million or so away from crossing into number four, beating out Episode Seven from Star Wars. Uh, from there, we'd need about another $200 million to beat the next film, which would be the other James Cameron film, Titanic. So, probably not going to get there, but number four, uh, by the end of its run, uh, for the all-time world- worldwide list is definitely impressive. Um, it's also the first film with six consecutive weekends back-to-back uh, at number one domestically since... The first Avatar in 2009. Uh, no Way Home did have six weekends at number one, but those were not consecutive. Um, let's see, second place uh, for this past weekend went The Puss in Boots, uh, The Last Wiz, which dropped 18% to $11.8 million in 3,611 theaters, a 3270 per theater average in week five. This is the first weekend it's actually dipped below its opening weekend total, which is kind of insane. Uh, total domestic gross is, 12, is $126 million, whereas worldwide it's actually just hit $300 million. Um, given it just got an Oscar nomination for Best Animated Feature, and again, there's no competition until the Mario movie in April, uh, this one definitely should be able to wi- ride the wave very far, perhaps even $200 million, who knows. Uh, Third place this week went to Megan in weekend three, dropping 47% to 9.7 million in 3,628 theaters for 2,625 per theater average and a 73.1 domestic total. Worldwide, it's hit like 125 million or so, which is pretty impressive. Now, that said, uh, it did end up going to PVOD 17 days after its release this past week, Uh, so, you know. Um, you know, as with most sub, that happens in the case for most sub 50 million openers from Universal. So I'm not really sure if 100 million dollars is still in the card for this one. Um, you know, hopefully, you know it's it'll be able to get there. But you know, 125 million off of a 12 million dollar production budget is a success. So the belly aching about not getting to 100 million is more about my predictions not getting there more than anything else. 4th uh, place went to a new film, Missing, from the same team that made screen thriller Searching starring John Cho back in 2018. Uh, this one ended up with 9.1 million in 3025 theaters, just about a 326 per theater average. Now that's actually pretty good, given the forecast for this was just about 5.4 million, and it did beat Searching's first wide-weekend release of 6.5 million, though that was not about a third the number of theaters. Hard to say long term how this one will end up doing. Uh, the first one made about 26 million domestic and 75 million worldwide on a budget of less than a million. Um, Ser- Missing has a budget of seven million, so a little bit more, but still, if it can do what Searching did, that would still be a success. Uh, currently, it's at 83 million critics, 83 critics, 90 audiences on Rotten Tomatoes with a B Cinema score. The first film was a smid more uh, praised, 92 for critics, uh, but a little bit similar audience, 87. Though it did have an A Cinema score, so we'll just see how this one pans out. Uh, rounding out the uh, top uh, the top 5 we have a man called Auto dropping 31% in 8.8 million uh the 8.8 million dollars in 3802 theaters for a 2315 per theater average and a 35.1 million running domestic total another 20 million overseas hits it at about 55 million worldwide just about covering its production budget though not yet break even yet Outside of the top 5, Plane dropped 49% in its second weekend. House Party from Warner Brothers dropped 58%, down, both down to less than the 2,000 per theater average. Uh, Crunchyroll had the anime film for the Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime series, which had about 1.5 million and 1,400 theaters, less than 1,000 per theater average. And then, meanwhile, Black Panther crossed 450 million domestically and 830 million worldwide. Uh, speaking of Black Panther, you got a lot of Oscar nominations, and many Oscar nominees actually got some expansions this weekend. The Whale went up 91 theaters, five, 1591 total, uh, currently made about 13.1 million to date. Uh, Fableman's regained, one th- uh, regained 139 theaters. Um, Women Talking uh, expanded to up 121 theaters to 153 total. Banshees got 100 theaters up to 155. And then Tar got an extra 46 up to 106 total. Otherwise, the other real notable story from the limited side this weekend is *Skidamarink*, uh, that very micro-budget horror film um, made made about four hundred thousand dollars, up to one point five million, but again that's off a budget of fifteen thousand. So right now, hundred x uh, its budget. Uh, overall, total box office this weekend was $73.7 million. Uh, Next weekend, Oscar nominee Elvis is going to be back in theaters after an impressive run last summer um, uh, to about 1,000 theaters. Uh, also, surprise, best actress film, to Leslie, will get a theatrical release, though only about six theaters. Other Oscar films rumored to try to benefit from the so-called Oscar bump, which we'll report on next week. Banshee is, is going to get 1,200 theaters reportedly, everything everywhere, 1,500, Fableman's 2,000, Living, the best actor in the screenplay, the 700. I know a lot of people trying to watch that film has have not been able to find it that easily. Uh, TARS up to six hundred, Top Gun to five hundred, and then Women Talking to seven hundred. I've also seen reports that Regal will start selling tickets for the best picture nominees at about six dollars a ticket. Uh, meanwhile, as far as new releases, Fear from Hidden Empire releasing is going to have be about a thousand theaters. No forecast in box office pros. Infinity Pool from Neon will have a modest two point two million release according to them. And then the Fathom Events movie about the Antichrist is set to have a one point eight million weekend. So nothing super crazy. Um, potentially on the table for next week's chart actually would be Indian film Pathan starring Bollywood legend S R K. It actually had a midweek debut uh, yesterday on Wednesday for about one point five million U S. Actually beating Avatar for the daily total it only made 1.4 million so estimates for the five day total you know through Saturday through Sunday uh, could be as high as to seven to eight million dollars so we'll see where that ends up on the charts Uh, meanwhile on the limited side of things uh, Belgian film uh, close which was a a contender at the Cannes Film Festival picked up by A24 uh, and the Belgian entry for the international film category which did get nominated uh, will have a limited release uh, this coming weekend Obviously not too much to look at uh, this week in terms of news, but uh, we do have some totals from the first day, actually the first couple of days of the Lunar New Year box office over in China. Obviously the whole Lunar New Year celebration, it'll be a week long, so these are just you know the initial numbers. From day one, um, on, in first place, The Wandering Earth 2, which is kind of like the big blockbuster, um, comes in with about $69.2 million. Um, second place, Full River Red, the Zhang Yimou film, uh, made $58.9 million in its opening day. That said, it's word of mouth, uh, has been pretty impressive. On day two, uh, it's it actually dropped less than one percent, whereas you know, *Wandering Earth* two was somewhere like the twenty is twenty to thirty percent drop range. Um In fact, it's actually gone on to surpass uh, *Wandering Earth* two um, as of I believe Wednesday. Its w- domestic total is up to two hundred and fifty three million um, across the country versus two uh, two twenty seven million for *The Wandering Earth* two. Uh, third place on the first day, worldwide, uh, World War II thriller, uh, spy thriller, Hidden Blade, made about twenty million dollars. Uh, fourth place, the animated fa- film franchise, uh, Booney Bears, had nineteen point one million. Fifth place went to comedy, Five Hundred Miles, eighteen million dollars. Though word of mouth of that is really bad, it dropped about fifty five percent on its second day. Um, and then sixth place went to the animated film, Deep Sea, at ten point six million in its opening uh, opening day. Um, Avatar came in seventh place on opening day, about ninety thousand. Though obviously that was, it had very limited number of showings available, so getting that much is actually pretty impressive. It's actually, I think, gone up uh, since then in the, in the days since it's had more releases. Currently, it's at two thirty-eight million to date in China. Also worth noting that on Tuesday, the sports film Ping Pong of China release had a forty-four million dollar debut, but word of mouth wasn't as good, and it actually got pulled and will re-release again in a couple of weeks in February. In total, the Chinese box office for the Lunar New Year on its first day was about 198 million US or about 1.34 billion yuan or about 24 million total admissions. That is lower than last than 2021's 1.4 billion yuan and 2022's 1.67 billion, though given the retraction of COVID, uh zero COVID policy and the fact that the virus is spreading through China, still impressive nonetheless. Days two and three have held steady about one point one billion yuan. So through Wednesday, that translates to about seven hundred and thirty-seven seven hundred and thirty-seven million dollars across all new seven films, and is on pace actually to beat last year's six billion yuan total for the week-long period. Anyway. Um, that's all the China news. Uh, we have some quick headlines before we wrap up the show. Uh, Dragon Ball Super, I believe, hit $100 million at the worldwide box office, which is cool. Um, out of Sundance, searching, uh, search, Searchlight uh, acquires Theatre Camp for $8 million. It's a film about friends who take over an upstate theatre camp from the, when the founder falls to a coma to try to save it from foreclosure. Directorial debut of Molly Gordon, who starred in Booksmart, um, as well as Ben Platt from Pitch Perfect. Um, also from Sundance, erotic thriller Fair Play, which is the, probably the standout of the festival, so far, um, by TV director Chloe Dumont, um, and backed by Ryan Johnson's T Street Band, it got in the bidding war. Um, you know, uh, the subject of a bidding war between sorts like Lionsgate and Neon, before ultimately Netflix came in and picked up the rights for twenty million dollars. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Netflix, they've actually been doing well. They added a little bit more than 7 million subscribers in Q4, beating their target of 4.5 million, ending the year with 230.75 million users worldwide, against the goal of 227.59 million, a 4% year over year growth. On the flip side, the Regal Cinemas shut down 39 more theaters uh, due to bankruptcy, unfortunately, including the Union Square Theater here in New York. Um, on the movie date, of thinks Amazon Studio has dated the Ben Affleck and Matt Damon Nike movie about Nike and, jo- and Michael Jordan's partnership titled Air coming to theaters April 5 this year. And then finally, uh, Violent Night was apparently enough of a success last month that Violent Night 2 has now been greenlit, so look forward to that. And with that, I think that's a wrap for this episode. Submit ideas for those I should cover via email at boxofficewatchpodcast at zillian.com or on Twitter at B-O-Watch podcast. Also on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review, at the very least, tell a friend. Any of that helps. If you're feeling extra generous, consider supporting us on Patreon. Let's make like me, not, not only this show, but all the other podcasts I work on. Links to all that will be in our show notes. Numbers used in the show come from dnumbers.com. Our intro and outro music from Kevin MacLeod and comment And for the next media. Until next time, this has been the Box Office Watch Podcast. And remember... Our watch goes on.